Welcome to another episode of the Minority Trailblazer Podcast. And I'm your host, Greg E. Hill, the Culture Change Agent. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, my voice is a little gone. <laughs> These last couple of days, everything, this, my life has been going crazy, speaking and doing a lot of great things that God has put me on this earth to do. So please don't, 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 don't let my voice deter you from what's about to go down today. I am freaking pumped up. Like before I even begin, I just want to say thank you so much for supporting the show. We have blown past 5,000 downloads. We are rapidly approaching 6,000 downloads. I mean, the feedback I've been getting from the last episodes with President Ogletree, um, Zim from Traveling to War and others, man. Y'all have made this show blow up. And I really, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for the listen. I don't take anything for granted. And when I tell y'all season two. We have an amazing lineup. Amazing lineup. The whole production of the show is about to enhance. The whole level of the interview, the questions is about to enhance. So thank you for all those that have been sending me feedback, leaving a review. Side note, if you haven't left a review, please, it only takes a couple minutes. If you have an iPhone, just review it. If you're listening via SoundCloud, please follow the, the podcast as well. But thank you, everyone, for all your support has been fantastic. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. This interview is special. And I'm be honest with you. I recorded this interview over a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago with the young lady that has helped me shape and mold my brand. I mean, shaped it. And without her, I wouldn't be where I am today. Because, you know, the cover of the book, for anybody to know me, I wrote a book. And... Her picture's on the cover of a book. Every picture, every headshot that I send out to any magazine or anywhere, she has been the person that did all my photos. Like all the stock images you see online for the blogs and whatnot, she is it. She has helped take my career to the next level with just her her eyesight and her understanding of angles and lighting and brand. Like she, in this photography game, she is a testament of started from the bottom and now she is killing the game and i'm just gonna read a little bit about her bio and then i'm just gonna start the show not a long fluff intro we're just gonna get right into it so she's a photographer from durham north carolina bull city stand up and she's the youngest of four older brothers she's a proud graduate of temple university with a bachelor's in communications and i'm gonna share a little bit she sent me a bio and it's kind of it's kind of moving i'm I'm reading her voice After graduating from college, I found myself picking up my camera a lot more. Coincidentally, I was unable to find a job in the the communications field, and then it hit me like a light bulb. Why not do photography full-time? If it's something that I love, I honestly could not imagine doing anything else. So I'm very excited to see where photography takes me in the future. This was... Um, a couple years ago, and now, I mean, she's traveling all across the country doing wedding photography, senior portraits, anything photography, you name it. And she just went all in doing it full time. And I know she's encountered a lot of struggle, but just I know a lot of you probably can relate. If you're in college, you can play. OK, what's my calling? Or if you're out of college, you're saying, man, this job is not for it. Or I'm not even in the field that I got my degree in. And she is a testament of leaping out on faith, following the momentum, and utilizing her God-given t- 
talent and ability. I mean, she's dope. This is a very personal interview. And I, I love how I get opportunity to, to interview people that have been on Forbes, interview people that have had a work under multi-billion dollar businesses like Google or Agile One with Wayne Kimball. People that have hundreds of thousands of followers like Travis Jackson and HBCU Pride Nation. But also bring you stories like this. People just like you and me that out here getting it and grinding it. And really cultivating their niche which hers is photography. And expanding it. So I hope y'all really catch the picture. Don't get caught up in names and, and Forbes and millionaires and all those buzz terms. But really listen to these stories because it's powerful. So Thank you, everyone. We're about to get into the interview. And before I begin, if you have any recommendations, people you want to see on the show, improvements for the show, um, any questions you want to ask me, you can find me or email me at greg at greggyhill.com. But that's enough on that. Minority Trailblazing Nation, I have the privilege, the honor to introduce my sister, my brand genius, the, the woman, the myth. The legend, the honorable, I know I'm doing a lot right now, Ariel Perry to the Minority Trailblazer podcast. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, hey, I need some more excitement tonight, Miss Perry. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm so excited to be on this podcast. <laughs> now, before I begin, y'all that that have heard my podcast before, I know you're like, gosh, he really is a whole different introduction what he did, but I just want to kind of try something new, so... um before I dig in, here's the phases of the show, right? First phase, we talk about our featured guest, her journey, why she does what she does, because that's most important, the why. The second phase, we talk about, and today we're going to do a little different. We're going to talk about, it's going to be topic-based. We're going to talk about branding, positioning, and how to photography your photos can lead you a job, lead you a um, an entrepreneurship opportunity, and open up a lot of doors. So we're going to talk about a topic on, on, on second phase. And on the third phase, we're going to talk about the future. And on the future, we're going to talk about Ariel Perry and where she plans on taking aerial photography in the future. And as well as a couple other things. So uh, we're going to end it out with the best, most exciting round, which is the culture change round, where we have uh, rapid fire questions. And then we're going to end the show. So let's dig into it. Ariel, Ariel, can you give our, our viewers, our listeners, uh, your background and, uh, and a little bit about who you are today? Um, so as Greg stated, I am originally from Durham, North Carolina. I currently reside in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, a little bit of background. I attended Hillside High School, home of the Hornets. Um, I was involved in a lot of stuff. I did marching band. I did, um, I played basketball. I played tennis. I played golf. Um, so I have a big sports background, um, I got into photography. Actually, my oldest brother, Ahmad, he um, inspired me to get into photography. I always saw him with his camera. He didn't do it on a professional level, but I always saw him taking pictures everywhere we went. And I was just always intrigued by it. Um, So when I went to college, I wanted to take a photography class. And I... What's what's kind of funny is that I was the only one in my class that had literally no idea how to like use a camera manually. So my teacher and then some of the students would kind of 
make fun of me in a way because they knew that my pictures sucked. <laughs> um, and what's crazy is that we had a segment on portraits. So we had to take portraits of one person, do them in various locations, and then we developed them and presented them to the class. And my professor was like, you need to be doing portraits. Don't do anything else. <laughs> so I was like, so that always stuck with me. And that was my freshman year of college. Um, so that's kind of how, like, I got into it. And I would, you know, I just, I, I was always the one that was taking pictures. I never, I never had, like, a, a digital DSLR camera. Mm-hmm. But I had that film camera, which I loved. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I got into it. Oh, man, that's amazing. So before, because I want to dig a little deeper into it, uh, into your, your background, your journey as far as in college, and you kind of alluded to you, uh, the communication field, you're trying to find a job, and then you realize, hold up, I like photography. Let me create my own job. I want to get into that. But before we do, I'm a big quote guy. And everybody that knows me, that, that, that knows me personally, realize that I, I, I send code every morning. And I just love to get that positivity, that motivation started early in the day. Right. So, Ariel, yes. can you give us a quote <laughs> and give us a story of how you use that quote in your everyday life? So, the quote that I have, um, I found it through a, another photographer that I... I, I would say I look up to her. She um, is a photographer based out of Danville, Virginia. And she said, when life gets blurry, adjust your focus. Mm. Um, so as an entrepreneur, it can be very blurry at times. So every day I have to wake up and I have to realize this is what I love. And this is what I'm going to, I'm going to go hard for it because this is what I want to do. So even though there are some rough times, I have to readjust my focus and I have to persevere. So that is my quote. I know you just talked about um, that time, but I want to I want to kind of point to a specific story on how you utilize that quote or or time to say, okay, things were kind of out of focus and you're doing your entrepreneurship journey. And it's like, oh, man. And but then lead us kind of to the breakthrough that came from that. Okay, I have a this. This is the actually the story on how I got into my business um, full time. So I was working for Teddy Bear Portraits here in Charlotte. It is a preschool portrait company. Um, it's long hours and you don't really reap any benefits. Um, I have been doing it for probably like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, I went home Mm -hmm. to Durham. I was out to eat with my parents and my dad. Um, well, I actually, with that job, I still needed financial help. Okay. Um, so my dad, he still kind of helped me a little bit when I needed it. And he was like, you know what, Ari? He said, I'm going to stop helping you. Um, if you don't quit your job. And I was like, wow, okay. Because he knew how passionate I was about doing my own thing with photography. He knew how passionate, he knew that I wanted to do senior portraits. I wanted to do weddings. So he's like, you don't have the time to do this because this job is holding you back from really focusing on creating R.L. Perry photography. So he said, if you don't quit, I'm going to stop helping you. 
So that really, that was like my breakthrough. Like I was crying. I was like, oh my God, I'm scared. Like, you know, what if I don't, um, what if, what if I don't succeed all this? I mean, it was just crazy because it's like, okay, wow, I'm really about to start my own business. Like, I mean, get into it for real, for real. So, but I was like, you know what? If I don't quit now, when I'm when am I going to quit? And when am I going to really take, you know, my business serious? So, um, the next week I quit and I dove into my business full time. Mm-hmm. And that was, it was, it was, it was blurry. It was shaky. And I was, you know, terrified, but I was like, I have to do this and I want to do this. So I'm going to make it work. Wow. And that was my breakthrough. That's powerful, man. Like, honestly, I can just pack up the podcast, pack up the microphone. It's in the day, man. You don't really, ah, man, I like this. I love where we're going right here. <laughs> so I know, okay, let's, let's, let's jump back into everything. So we got our quote. We have that. So mm-hmm. walk us through, first of all, your time at, at Temple University, but most importantly, when you got out there, you got your communication degree. Temple University is a great school. But mm-hmm. then the job market was like, eh. And you're like, I did everything I was supposed to do. Everybody tells you, go to college, get good right. grades, experience and stuff. And you did all that, but yeah, you had no damn job. So right. walk us through that experience and then kind of how that, how, how photography kind of found you. Well, you know, I actually, I wanted to do film. I started off as a film major, um, but I ended up switching it to communications so that I could kind of dibble and dab into other majors and other um other possible careers pretty much um so i actually did an internship in la my junior year of college it was in film it was not what i expected and so then i i kind of knew you know film probably wasn't for me but i still was passionate about the arts in general um i didn't know at that time that i wanted to do photography I had no idea, um, but I know I still want to do something in the arts. So, um, and then my senior year, I had an internship for WTVD in Durham, and it was editing promo videos. So, I didn't really, I really didn't want to do that either. <laughs> so it's like I did get a chance to um, to experience other. I mean, you know different communication, um, jobs, but it just like, wasn't for me. And so it wasn't until I moved to Charlotte where I started working for the company that I told you about previously, Teddy Bear, Teddy Bear Portraits, that I, that where it clicked that this is what I want to do. I didn't necessarily want to do preschool portraits, but that opened my eyes and it brought it back to my freshman year in my photography class. Ariel, you need to be doing portraits. And that's kind of how it came about. In this next topic, we're gonna we're, we're gonna change it up real quick because usually we we walk to how to, but we want to talk about um photography and branding because I'm a I'm a real big brand guy and how things look. And mm-hmm. photography has allowed me to uh position myself in areas that I would never in my life been able to position myself because uh from the outside looking in. I looked good on picture. I looked. I had. I presented myself professionally, and that opened up a world of opportunity. So, I wanted to, or Ariel, and us to have a discussion on the importance of uh, branding and, and and having that in your toolkit and a professional profile, as well as get her, her feedback and perspective on how 
photography in whatever facet of life, whether you want to be an entrepreneur with your business, taking good pictures, or if you want to receive a job, having a good profile on LinkedIn or whatnot, how you can use that as a tool on your everyday life and why you should invest in professional photography. Okay. That's the question right there. That's that's the money million dollar question right now. Cause we remember we had a, a heated dialogue like about people unwilling to invest in professional um, photography. I want you to kind of uh, be a talking head to that. So, just overall, so I'm going to start by saying I think if you are truly serious about branding yourself, you need to invest in all aspects, not only photography. Um, whether it's your website, whether it's your logo, what you need to invest in all of it. But speaking to photography, um, I think that when someone, like say there were two people applying for this one job and um, say one person had a picture that they took on their phone and one person had a professional picture, more than likely that, more likely whoever's interviewing you, they're going to probably take the person with the professional picture more seriously. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, it's an awesome first impression. And a lot of, especially a lot of young people, they don't get it. They don't, they don't see it. That's why I love that people like you and other, other young um, professionals that I've taken pictures for. I'm very glad you guys advocate the importance of having um, professional pictures. But I I actually didn't well a few years ago I didn't understand the really the importance of having a professional headshot. It wasn't until I met um, he's kind of my business partner. He's behind all my graphic design work, Joshua Galloway. Mm-hmm. He um, he really drilled it into my head the importance of you know having professional pictures, having having a logo, but a clean you know clean and professional. That is the keyword professional. Because there are so many people out here that think they can do logos and think they're going to get it for, you know, something cheap. No. Like, you can, you can, I have, I'm trained now to see a difference between, you know, something that's like sloppy and mm-hmm. they think it's a logo to a real logo mm-hmm. or a real professional picture. I, I, and it kind of walk everybody through like a case by case analysis. Okay. Let's just take it to. Um, middle schoolers, even, and I, I'm not telling you middle schoolers or high schoolers that want to get more Instagram followers or whatever to to hire a, a professional photographer, but hear me out on this, right? Mm-hmm. Say if I'm in middle school or if I'm in high school and I want to get a job, because all these middle school high school, they want to get jobs, they want to work at Chick-fil-A or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm applying for all these, these places now, and by the, in this age, Companies could find anything about you. Say the manager wants to look through your Twitter, your Facebook profile, or anything like that. Just kind of see what kind of person they're working with. Mm-hmm. If I just got a picture on my Instagram profile with my shirt off, um, or a picture with um, anything, anything of any nature, like say if I I shirt off with my whole team, or just something that's not indicative of a person or a, a potential employee or worker, well, how do you think I'm gonna get that job? Another middle schooler right? right and i like to make money and i want to say i got an interest in technology so if i said hey mom boom boom i get a picture one headshot right me smiling boom and i go on linkedin and mm-hmm. then create a profile right so i'm middle schooler got a profile me smiling and i i want to build websites and i send one message to a website designer's 30 years old or something like that 
and he does website. I'm like, hey, my name is Josh. I'm 14 year old. I want to build websites. Boom, boom. He's gonna look at my headshot. The fact that I'm on LinkedIn at such an early age, and the right. fact that I had the courage to send a message to him, and he's gonna be so apt and willing to help. And you just kind of see how that all started. A by one taking that risk and being bold and asking people for for guidance and help. But B, when the guy looked at his profile, he said, "Oh man, this guy, this young fella's sharp, man. He got he got his picture. He's smiling. He's professional." No other middle schools have it like that. In high school, no other high schoolers outside of people that are trying to be models, because there's a certain thing like real models, no other people have, usually have professional images on their Instagram, social media account. So imagine how you can set yourself apart by having photos taken by a professional or, or, or even branding yourself that way. You automatically get looked at as a different person. And that's what we're trying to preach. And even for our young adults out there, because I know a lot of young adults that are aspiring entrepreneurs, um, aspiring public speakers, and people in general. Why would you not invest $100, $150, $200 in getting a professional photography session, an hour or two hours, a professional look? Because we're going to walk through what, what Ariel does um, for her clients and how she kind of creates the, the moments that she creates. We're going to walk through that. But investing that much time and that money into it imagine how that would play out because if for instance and speaking for myself uh ariel was luckily we collaborated on a project it did some amazing amazing footage but that one headshot alone has allowed me to be on television it was one of the main reasons that i've been able to be on television a main reason when people visit my site and they look at what i've done um, they're automatically when they first come like wow this is this is this is great it's professional it's clean so then Say if I'm uh, as a speaker, I can charge my normal rates fifteen to whatever, and that's doable. Rather than say if I had a a camera phone photo, or uh, a not a good photographer, when they visit my site, they're like, oh, I don't really know about this. Is if he's not really investing in himself, then why should we invest in him? Mm-hmm. And it is it, that real? So, Ariel, I know I got on my soapbox, and it's like, oh man, this is preaching <laughs> right now, but. Walk us through an Ariel Perry photography experience and how you set the mood, how you prepare your clients to get optimal um, beauty, beautify them. How do you do it? Walk us through that. Because what's your website? We're going to talk to people about your website where you can find more information. And you did a video, and I was like, wow. It's, it's, it's an amazing video about how the makeup and everything is entailed on creating that unique experience. So walk us through that. Okay. Well, what the video that you're speaking about is my high school senior portrait experience that I offer. So I, I do, I specialize in high school senior portraits, but I do a lot of other stuff as well. I mean, as well, like of course, headshots, weddings, um, lifestyle portraits, so family portraits, newborn stuff like that. But I do focus more so on um, high school senior portraits. So I, um, I do work with a, a makeup artist um, I am in the process of getting a stylist. So for the senior portraits, um, I believe that you're, you know, you only graduate from high school once. So I think you should have the best experience ever for your senior portraits, whether you're a girl, girl or a boy. Um, I like to be creative. I want it to be fun. I want it to be personal. I want to find out who you are so that that will help me should, that will help me tell your session mm-hmm. to exactly what you want. So I make all my seniors fill out a senior my um questionnaire form. It just goes over background questions, get makes me get a better sense of who they are. 
Um, but even for headshots, I like to talk to them beforehand so I can see what type of person that they are. Mm-hmm. Because then, you know, I like to talk to my clients during the session. I want to make them feel as comfortable as possible. Um, I want to make sure we have, like, neat locations. I I just want, I want to be a very personal experience because that's how you get those true expressions. That's That's how I can, you know, capture your true personality. So, um, I would think the keyword that my, that what I offer is very personalized and a lot of photographers don't take the time to really get to know their client, which in essence will hinder them. Um, so yeah. That's huge. I think any business owner outside of just photography or anything, just realizing one, before you jump into anything, understand one who you're dealing with and the why. Because we all, we, it always comes back to your why. Like, we understand, we, Ariel walked us through the why she does photography, why she loves it. But she also, and this is anybody out there, you want to create experience with your customer, your consumer, your potential customer. F- make them feel or and genuinely feel, oh, what unique look are they trying to do? What value are really trying to add to them? Get inside their world. So you can really perfect and get the experience they want to because then they'll, they'll reciprocate that. They'll refer you because they realize you took the time and the effort to really do that. So, I mean, I think that's I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm like, yo, we're going to we're going to definitely dig into that. So I know it's the middle of the episode, but I would be remiss to say if you need photography done for a wedding, if you need photography done for senior portraits, if you need photography done in any capacity, you can visit www arielperry.com that's a-r-i-e-l-p-e-r-r-y.com and she got you covered all right so i just wanted to make that special plug because she's doing some amazing things at a quality price quality product with quality quality personality and flair so make sure you check out arielperry.com back to the show let's talk about the third round the third session of this is interview and that is the future so what future projects or, or things you excited about or even ideas are you excited about that the world can be expecting from area Perry photography? Um, so I'm going to go back to being a minority. Okay. Okay. So um, for senior portraits, well, what, how I see myself in the future, I see myself doing destination weddings. I see myself creating a, um, a week-long or three- to five-day workshop for other photographers, bringing them together, doing seminars, bringing in business people. I want to do a huge, well, I want to do a huge conference. That's what I want to, I want to do. Um, so that's like long, long term. Um, and then I want to be known as, you know, the best senior portrait photographer on the East Coast and hopefully in the country. That is my main goal. And, um, so I follow a lot of senior portrait photographers, you know, I, I mean, I'm constantly looking up stuff. I'm constantly trying to grow each and every day. Mm-hmm. I do not know. I, well, I only know one, one African-American senior portrait photographer that's like booming. That's known worldwide. One. I don't know. And she's on She She's in um, Tacoma, Washington. Who is I don't that? know. I'm, sorry. Uh, who is that? Um, her name is Tash, Latasha, Latasha Eddy, mm-hmm. but her, their company's, her company's called Ike and Tash. Mm-hmm. It's a husband and wife team. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, they're they're phenomenal. They're at, they're they're out of this world. So I I look up to her a lot. Um, and but I don't know any well young African American female senior portrait photographer like my age. I don't know. I don't know one. They're all they're all Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just I just want to make an impact. Um, even in the film industry, you know, it's not a lot of African Americans who are booming. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's very it's very few. So that's that's like my my main thing. I just want to stand out as a young African American female who made it and who is making a difference and who is really um who's I don't know it's making um making a mark. So that's deep. That's yeah. deep. That's deep. It and- really yeah. And also, I I didn't talk about this earlier. What advice would you have? And this kind of goes into my next question too. When you know what you know now today about photography and and everything else, if you had a chance to talk to Ariel when you first started, what would you tell her? I would say, oh, <laughs> um, hmm. I would say go, I mean, don't, don't be scared. Don't be scared to ask for help. Don't be scared to go for what you want. Um, and yeah, I would say don't be scared. Cause I feel like I was very timid at first and it took me a while to actually go out and ask for help because I didn't technically major in photography. Um, so a lot of stuff that I've learned has been self-taught and it took me a lot to go out and just do stuff on my own and ask other photographers questions. So I would say, don't be scared. And two things to say that one, have you reached out to the, uh, the lady that, um, the lady that you said, the African-American, um, lady in the, with the cousin ball, they're really killing. Have you sent them an email or reached out to them? Um, so I, she actually was doing a seminar in Charlotte. Um, well, they were like, they did kind of like a mini tour for, um, one-on-one sessions for other photographers. And I reached out then cause I was interested in taking the class. Unfortunately, I didn't have enough money <laughs> for what it cost. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I did reach out then, but I haven't reached out on like a personal level. Like okay. uh, one, one thing that I have learned is that photographers are very iffy, great. Uh-huh. They're they're very they're very kind of I don't know if they feel threatened by other photographers. They probably do. But um but yeah, they're very they're not that approachable. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that the hard way. Like probably Josh is probably the only one who is willing to, you know, help in any and every way. And that's very rare. I don't think that fear of being turned down and that fear of somebody not helping to deter you from still reaching out to people that you you admire or, or, or potential role models, regardless of race or color. Because at the end of the day, you send out to 50 photographers, right? 50 top ones that you say, oh, that you're really moved by their work. Not just not just mm-hmm. because they're popping, but you really like their work and what they do. Mm-hmm. And you said there's something authentic and whatnot. You sit out 50, say if even 49 just don't even look at it or somebody or whatever. But that one person is like, okay, because there's going to be one, I'm telling you. Um, that's going to be like, oh, wow, I, I would doubt to help or ask or whatnot. But first, I mean, you have to position yourself as, one, 
put yourself in their shoes, make it short and, and to the point, but also see uh, what could you possibly provide for them? Mm-hmm. And because you you just asking for stuff, then people are like ah. But if you can kind of say uh, and you look at look at their their site or what they do, how can I help? I'm a young hungry photographer. I have here's my portfolio, whatnot. How can I help in what you're doing? Because I'm just trying to learn my way, learn the path, and, and really fine tune. And I, I love what you're doing. Is there any way I can help? And that open it up like that facilitates the conversation a lot smoothly. Whereas like say even if you have sent the same message and was like hey i would blah, blah um i want to get some advice boom, boom boom i want or i would like or i could can i pick rather than what can i do and just that little simple that simple strange because i'm gonna I'm be i'm gonna be transparent today i had the opportunity um on 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 online social media uh a person a uh, big dancer in the industry in atlanta and, and l.a she saw one of my YouTube videos and she said, hey, Greg, uh, continue motivating and inspiring people with Boom. And I looked at the background. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's popping. Like she, she, And I looked at little, her story and I was like, it really moved me. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I emailed her back I'm on, on Facebook. This is on Facebook. And I said, hey, how you doing? My name is Greg Hill. I'm really uh, – I, I looked. I love what you're doing. I love what you have done. And I know I'm not a dancer, but is there any way that I can help you in any way? And this is me. Like she has thousands, thousands of followers on Instagram, thousands of followers on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And I'll say I don't know what I could really add value to. I'm just a speaker, or I mean, I got I'm 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 on the come up. But still, I didn't I didn't. She knows she she's been on tour with Neo and been on MTV, VH1, all this other stuff. And then I got a reply back that really uh, shocked me because I mean I was like, okay, I'm just gonna send out this message and I'm gonna read I'm gonna read y'all because I'm a transparent guy. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read y'all her, her, her reply. And this is just today. Mm-hmm. Um, and this has happened to me a lot. Uh, she said, I see your grind and it motivates me. Yes, actually, there are a few things you can do to support. I would love to link and chat to get a better understanding of how we can combine forces. I have, a, I have tons of advice to give, meaning I talk to a lot, laugh aloud. But no, seriously, I love sharing my knowledge with other individuals. Call me sometime. Let's connect. Wow. This is this is a this is a media this is a I'm not gonna list your name because I haven't talked about putting it out there but this is a a global icon in our dancing industry all off a Facebook message and I didn't have nothing to offer her to be real I'm just starting my career as a as a profile on the national level and one message me just saying how can I help and then she has ways that we can help and how to collaborate and that is the power of one being vulnerable of getting a no or not reply. And two, serving first, giving first, or at least offering to give. Whoever you look out to, black, white, Caucasian, whatever, send that email and position yourself because like, guess what? She looked at my stuff. She saw what kind of work I've done, so she was more apt to help out. And you have amazing website, amazing work. When they see that you just want to serve and help, they can be like, oh, man, she's already professional. So she's humble enough to reach out to me. And that I think that really means a lot. In regards, and if they don't reach out and say, "Yeah, cool, cool," then bump it. That means it wasn't meant for you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But the doors that need to be open will be open. So I mean, that's just for all you young people out there, or even your old people out there that are listening. Just do what you need to do. So let's transition to the the latter round of the show. And I want to. I have two key questions before I go into the the rapid fire round. One. Actually, just one. At the end of the day, 
when Ariel Perry is no longer here on this earth, what legacy do you want to leave behind? Wow. That's deep. Um, I want to leave behind the fact that I was a genuine person mm-hmm. that was just striving to inspire and um, um, I want to be known as a person who captured true and honest memories. Um, I think that I'm I'm I'm, I'm a very I'm a very kind, I mean, like soft spirited person. So, um, but I'm, even though I'm soft spirited, I want to make sure that I have an impact, mm-hmm. um, definitely on other young, um, young, inspiring, aspiring professionals. I really hope that they can look at me to see that, wow, she, she started really from the ground up and, now she brought him to this like amazing, inspiring photographer. We're about to jump into the the culture change round. It's gonna be rapid fit, rapid answer, rapid fire, and ask a couple key questions. All right, you you ready to go? I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> what is the best piece of advice that you ever received? Um, to don't let anyone walk over you. One of the I actually did reach out to one of the photographers in Charlotte. She's African American. She does a lot of childing. Child portraiture um, and families, she said, do not let people walk over you because they will. They will take your work for granted. Don't let it happen. Stay business minded, but at the same time, stay humble. But do not let anyone take your work for granted. That has always stuck with me because it's happened. Yeah. It's definitely happened. What is one of your personal habits that you can attribute to your success thus far? I always am taking a picture. (laughs) <laughs> I always have my camera in my hand. Um, whether it's my phone, I mean, I can make right. I can make my a picture that I take with my phone look like I took it with my um my two thousand dollar camera. I can do that because I always have. I'm always taking a picture. I'm always trying to find out, you know, how I can make a unique and creative picture. So, mm-hmm. yes, that's real. That's real. For all you, so all you photographers out there, make sure don't don't be so fancy to be like I only do it if it's if somebody's here. No, always had a thing right because you never know when that perfect moment is going to be there. So, word of advice from Ariel Perry Photography: <laughs> What is your favorite book and why? Um, my favorite book is probably Fault in Our Stars. I know that sounds like so. I don't know. No, I mean, not it's okay. It's fault in our stars because it, even though it deals with two young, um, young, what are they, teenagers with cancer, my aunt that was like my second mother, she passed away from cancer um, in February. I mean, in, in January, and it really hit home. And that was actually the time. It was crazy because that was the time when I was actually reading the book. Um, so, but it just, it showed for me, it hit home because it was just a really a compelling story about, you know, love and compassion. And it kind of just, it was crazy that I was reading it at the time that, you know, I was going through this stuff with my aunt. So, I don't know. I love that book. So, yeah. Mm, that's real. What inspires you and keeps you motivated? 
Um, I would say mm. my business. It inspires me every day. I love seeing your portrait photography. I love taking senior portraits. Like seeing, literally seeing the the smile and the reactions on my on the mom's face and on my client's face. It is like it's like no other. I just had two um, sessions last week, and like they were just floored. They they couldn't thank me enough, and they don't understand how much that meant to me. Because I would die to have, you know, an experience. How What I offer, I would die to have that. If I could go. <laughs> okay? But also, not only the seniors, but other clients. I just did an um, engagement slash proposal session in at the Biltmore. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are now, like, they're like my family. Like, she's like my big sister. He's like my big brother. Like, they they don't understand the, like, what they've done for me. I mean, because like you said, when it gets blurry, when it gets like out of focus, people like them make it, make me snap back into reality. And it's like, wow, I'm meant to do this. So my clients really keep me inspired and going and they motivate me and do better. Wow. That's huge. I love that. Um, and we're going to, we're going to ask, and I, I'm going to ask this question and this is, this is real. This is our come to Jesus moment. This is the moment. And on our show that it gets, it, we suck all the life out of the room, but we bring it to our main focus and why we are doing this show. And this is a deep question. If you could change one thing about society, most specifically our African-American culture, what would it be and why? I would change the way that everyone views young black men. Um, Because I was having a conversation with some friends of mine and it's just, it's really sad that more than likely, probably nine times out of 10, you're going to be stereotyped. If you're a young black male, you're going to be stereotyped and people are going to be scared or they're going to be, um, they're going to feel frightened or whatever, but I would change the way that people view young black men because it's really hurtful. It's really sad. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. Wow. I know it's like crazy that we always have this positivity and everything on the show, but I just always want to bring it home at the end to really make sure we understand the importance of why we do what we do, why I'm doing this on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything else because as an African American, especially minority, especially if you're listening to the show, that means you're a leader. That means you're you're trying to better yourself. You have a responsibility not only to be great yourself, but to lead and, and be great for other people in this community. And you have to realize that and remember that every single day. So um just wanna let that go. So now, one, I would like to say thank you, Ariel, for giving me this time. Like I've learned so much about you, about about your company and your vision and I think it your story and, and what you have said thus far will help so many people. So one, thank you for your time. Thank you. And this I is appreciate for, you for having me. Oh, uh, no problem. And where can people that want those crisp Christine images and want to be up to date on what you're doing and find out more about you? What's your social media? What's your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, website, email? Where can they find you at? Where can they contact you at? They can contact me on Facebook. It's just Ariel Perry. 
Um, they, my website is very easy too, arielperry.com. Um, I'm on Instagram, Ariel Perry. <laughs> very, what's crazy is that when I did an internship in LA, Instagram was just created and my boss that I work for, he, um, he had Instagram. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, it's Instagram. You can just post a picture or whatever. I was like, oh, so I created one back in like 2009, uh-huh. I think. So, yeah, but because typically, you know, your name is gone. I mean, you can't find your name. Yeah. So, yeah, I created it a long time ago. But, yeah, so everything's pretty much just Ariel Perry. Arielperry.com, the website, you can find. Literally, I spell everything out. It's very easy. It's a very easy site. Um, it pretty much answers any question that you have. But you can definitely contact me through there. Um, and, Yeah. It's been a pleasure, Ariel, and excited for what's next to come. And I know we got some possible collaborations that are going down, if not this year. I know we got some big things. I got some crazy things sort of next year. So, yo, be on the lookout. Ariel Perry Photography is, is next in line. I would like to thank everybody for tuning in to another episode of the Minority Trailblazer podcast. And like I said, we love feedback. We love if you recommend people to be on the show. You can email me at greg at Greggy Hill. And if you haven't already, please review the podcast and share it with at least one friend. Continue sharing this positive momentum and whatnot. And thank you so, so, so much for listening to the Minority Trailblazer podcast. So, you already know, it's the end of an episode. And I'm sad you got to leave. But you know what? I'm excited because that means you get to use all the stuff that we talked about and put it in action so as your host greg e hill the culture change agent i just want to tell you one thing one thing one thing change the culture good night